You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. This is your co-host, Danny. And we have a fun-filled show for you today. We're actually going to talk about our thoughts on the Last Dance documentary, part one and part two, uh, that aired on Sunday, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And Danny, what are your initial thoughts on part one and part two? First, I want to say it was well done, and I could not believe the access they were given to tape the documentary. And, you know, us growing up during that time and everything, and you're, you're boxed out of those conversations, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you get the bird's eye view of all the politics, all the... <clears throat> I don't even know what you want to call it. Just all the things that were going on in the locker room that you're not privy to where I was just in shock and some of the stuff that was being said, honestly, you know, you, you picked up on some of it, right? With, yeah, right. Right. Like the, like the Jerry Krause thing. Oh, you, you knew they, you knew they didn't like him. We, but, we, we knew that on, on the, you know, on the edge there, we, we knew we heard, yep. but we just didn't know to what degree. Yes, that is exactly what I'm talking about. And it was like, what in the hell are you doing, Jerry Krause? Yep. You're winning championships. Yes. How you want to just throw that away? But Jerry Reinsdorf had Jerry Krause's back. Let him do it. Let him, let him do it. It was yes. like... Go ahead and do what you got to do. Hey, man, you about to get rid of a winning coach? Even if he went 82 and 0, he gone? What? Do you yeah. know how hard it is to win a championship? Sorry to interrupt, man. I just had that. When you said Jerry Crowd, I mean, that just kind of threw me just off the, mm-hmm. the tracks, man. I mean. <laughs> yes. So the Jerry Krause angle to this and how Jordan and all of them would just make fun of him straight up in his face. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, it was like, there was no filter. They, everyone knew what was None. up. None. And I was sitting there thinking as I'm watching it, what if that wasn't on the table where everyone was getting let go? Would they have done this whole documentary? Would they have been allowed to access? I think they were allowed access because everyone knew what was up, right? So that's when I thought about it because I'm like, otherwise, Jordan, I don't think Jordan would want that type of access, granted. So that's when I thought about this whole time. I was like, okay, Jerry Krause doesn't go that route and put everyone Mm -hmm. on the chopping block after the season. How do they approach this documentary? That being said, Jordan pieces – um, they are very interesting, just yeah. how they yeah. bounce back and forth and 
it was so eerily similar to watching Kobe. That was the other person I thought of yeah. watching this was same here. Same here. You see him in the you see him on the um trainer's table getting taped up. Yep. You see him training. You see him in the gym. You see him doing all these things. Jordan was more, I would say, boisterous because he was just the mm-hmm. time and place where Kobe was mm-hmm. more to himself. Mm-hmm. But that was the other thing where I'm watching. I'm like, damn, that reminds me of Kobe. That reminds me of Kobe. Or just the just the look and feel of how he how Jordan played, and I just thought, dang, that looked like Kobe. And, you, you know, I mean, just yes. just the movement, and I'm like, golly, that looks like Kobe. Which then, so you think about it, it's actually the flip because it is Kobe emulating Jordan. Exactly, but he emulated exactly. him so yeah. close. It was like a mirror image. Exactly. Exactly. I, I I have to say this, man. Just part one, just that first hour, um, it that series, that docuseries won so many Emmys. It won so many so many yes. Emmys. Like, I don't know what the highest Emmy category you can go um in terms of best film or hey it's it's already won mm-hmm. i mean i think it had about <laughs> six million views or or i think that's the ratings that it got um i can see it getting even more especially this coming sunday um and all oh, but yeah. um that thing is it was it was phenomenal it was phenomenal um i would say with jerry Krause. I think the thing that really disappointed me about that situation was the fact that he he's the GM. Mm-hmm. When we're trading cards ourselves, right, or yeah. when we're either playing a, a, a video game or if we're just uh, playing um, what is fantasy football or fantasy basketball or something to that degree, our mindsets are like, okay, we have critical pieces in place for this championship team. Are we going to not bring back any of those persons actually uh, a part of the team, a championship team? So are we not going to bring back Rodman? Are we not going to bring back Scotty Pippen? Scotty Pippen, the number two player on your team, only getting – what was it? Two point six million dollars or so. That right there is baffling. And the fact that Tracy McGrady, from his own mouth, said that he was actually going, to, he was in the process of getting traded for Scottie Pippen. The fact that Tracy McGrady said that, and I start thinking about okay, with Tracy McGrady, a young Tracy McGrady, would he have fit? within that system and i can say yeah i can see it and where yeah tracy mcgrady was kind of like a a, a scotty a poor man's version of scotty but why even go towards a poor man's version of scotty when you have scotty pippen and mess up the continuity and everything it's almost like busting up kevin garnett it's almost like busting up a kevin garnett Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, big three mix. 
it's almost busting up like a LeBron James, um, Dwayne Wade, and um, Chris, Chris Bosh yep. uh, combination. I mean, it's almost busting up for a Milwaukee Buck fans. It's almost busting up a Giannis, uh, Chris Middleton, and uh, Bledsoe. It's almost busting up like your, your big three mix. Um, and the big question is whether or not you will win a championship thereafter. Why even put that in, in question? Why not just keep the big three together, together, your core pieces together, and continue to win championship? So, yeah, interesting. And for him to even say, I'm not bringing back Phil, that's Doc Rivers. That's um, Coach Bud. That's mm-hmm. – um, uh, who was the coach down in uh, Miami? That's um, Spolstra. Um, that's like saying I'm going to not bring back those coaches to coach these all stars. I mean, that is when, made, you, that when you just won a championship. When you just won a championship, and, and you just and you just won a championship. So you could just tell. No, the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't win. Just you just won a championship. But you know what? You won five championships with them. <laughs> A couple of core pieces. You had your consistent core pieces in Jordan and Scottie Pippen, mm-hmm. um, and then and then you bring in Dennis Rodman. Yep. But well, why even bust that up? That makes absolutely no sense. So I, I thought that was interesting. Here's the other thing I thought was interesting. The day before Jordan's 63-point game in Boston Gardens against the Boston Celtics, and what does he do? Jordan plays golf with Danny Ainge, loses to Danny Ainge. They get into the car, and they drop Danny Ainge off, and Jordan said, hey, tell your boy, uh, Dennis Johnson, hey, uh, I'm basically coming for him. What? And he scored 63 points on him. And the cool thing about it, of oh, that, oh, that film or that documentary, on a 63-point game with the music behind the scenes, it was LL or it was uh, Rakim. Uh, man, that was just some nice editing, man. Mm-hmm. That was some nice editing. So I, I have to give kudos and props uh, to it. But what amazed me was, hey, man, after – all these old school casts always tell the new the newer cast, hey man, they they partner, they they befriend mm-hmm. people too much. I mean, this whole thing about going out together, going on vacations together, um, exchanging jerseys and all that stuff. Hey man, that stuff we wouldn't have done that. Hey, Jordan did that thing in the playoffs the day before he dropped sixty three on them. That was interesting to see. I didn't think Jordan would, would roll like that. And you never know, though, if he was trying to set him up, if that was part of his part of his mental preparation. That's like true. He, like, listening to Scottie Pippen talk, mm-hmm. it made me think kind of like how Jabari and Giannis were, in a way, mm-hmm. where it was, it was flip-flop. Obviously, Jordan was there before Pippen, right? But Pippen came in thinking he was the dude. He was the alpha dog. Mm-hmm. And he thought it was his team. Got put in place. He got put in his place. He conformed. He he played to it. He knew it. He knew his role. But it took some 
Well, they showed that clip of Oakley slapping him on the head. <laughs> I'm like, man, these okay, guys yeah. are no joke. But you couldn't Oakley, mess with Oakley, though. Man, man. <laughs> Oakley. Mess with Oakley. That's why. That's why Scotty was just laughing. <laughs> you better laugh that off. Oakley's gonna get into man, and and you his rook too. Oh no, man. Yes. So that, <laughs> but that made me think. That's where when watching this. But then I was trying to think of different things to compare to today. And that was the thing I thought about with Jabari and Giannis, where Jabari was the guy, pick number two pick. He gets hurt, and Giannis t- more or less takes his place. And then now Jabari's bouncing around the league. That, that's, that's, inter- that's a very interesting comparison, man. You know, to that point, when, when Giannis came in into the league, Jabari was, was Jabari already hurt? And he was working himself back. See, I wonder what would have happened if Jabari would have come back kind of full strength, if you will, and then Giannis come, comes in. What would have happened? Yeah. So that was just something I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah that's, that's, inter- no, that's an interesting comparison, man. Interesting comparison. How far could they have really went? But Reinsdorf and Kraus were hell-bent on not paying them. So they gave Man, Jordan well, that one contract, but they weren't giving Pippen anything. Well, well he think, let's think about it, though. Jordan had a fight for I know him getting paid. So that was when Jordan got paid, they showed like the $33 million. Hey, he had a fight, a fight to get that. And let's think about this. Pippen actually got paid more than Jordan in his NBA playing career. Yes. Pippen actually got his money after he left the Bulls when he went ahead and signed on with the uh, Portland Trailblazers and then played with uh, the Houston Rockets. Yes. One thing that wasn't shown, though, was the salary in terms of, yes, Pippen got his money with Portland Houston, but he ended up going back to the Chicago Bulls his last two years. And he got minimal salary then. Yep. So the Bulls always, hey, man, Bulls was as cheap as hell, man. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. They, they were really uh, fiscally tight. And the chickens are coming home to roost. I yep. mean, they haven't been really on that cusp of winning uh, until Derrick Rose and that squad uh, came on. Derrick Rose became the MVP, but that was – um man that's gotta be what t- it's about 10 years ago now yeah and they um, ran to lebron that was <laughs> ran to lebron and them yeah so but they're sorry right now <laughs> and yeah. they still hurt they've been rebuilding really in a sense ever since so um i remember uh the interview the post-game interview uh after the bulls won a championship and jordan said or he really joked about you know, the Chicago Cubs have been rebuilding for 42 years or whatever. Hey, that was like almost a curse right there. Yep. When you think about it, I mean, it's like a curse. It takes a long time to really get into that championship championship stage again. So the bullshit just kept on winning the best they could, man. And I agree with Jordan. Hey, somebody got to take this away from us or instead of them internally disbanding the joint. So You didn't know what Rodman was going to do? Because Rodman was all, 
you know, he was going through through some things. Mm-hmm. But he did come to play. He Even though play, all man. the off off the court stuff he had going on. He came to play. And cause they, they did they lock out the next year? They locked right. out the next year. They locked out the next year. Um and had they kept the band together, man, that could have been, you know, their next ring. Yes. Because they already got rest too. For them they being older. Rest. Yeah. And because that because that lockout year, it was um I want to say it was the Spurs and Knicks. Yeah, San Antonio won yeah. that. Yeah. So, and that would have been actually a hell of a match too, man. Mm-hmm. That that would have been a hell of a match, but I can see I honestly could see the Bulls winning again on that one. Yep. And for me personally, back in the day, I wasn't the biggest Bulls fan. So it uh, yeah, I wasn't either. I wasn't either. But just seeing this come around like this, like I said, it was it was cool for one because we haven't seen any basketball, and actually see the story behind what was going on. Like I said, the whole locker room and them quoting Jordan like in practice, mm-hmm. him cussing cats out. <laughs> <laughs> he was no joke. No joke, man. No joke. No but he could get it. But he could do it though, because hey, hey, you either you either rolling with me or you're not. But let me let me ask you this: Do you think the Bulls would have been able to beat the Houston Rockets with Hakeem Olajuwon? Kenny Smith, though that crew, do you, I, oh, Clyde, Clyde, Clyde yeah. Drexler. Yes, I um, mean, I think they would if they were to play it out of them too. I think Houston may have got them one of those times. If I think mm-hmm. the Bulls mm-hmm. may have would have got them that first time, possibly. Mm-hmm. But the way they were playing Houston as a team with Dream and the way Dream was playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ori and all those dudes hitting those threes and stuff because they had some shooters, man. They had some they shooters. Were, they were they were pretty deep as they a had team. Some shooters. But um, look at but look at Houston too. They they got lucky. They got lucky in a lot of those series when they made the championship. Matt Max, yeah, yeah, they did. Um, but I think it would have been a split because. <clears throat> Houston was deep enough to play with the Bulls. They had the grit to hang with Chicago. I'm thinking here in that they went seven games against the Knicks. That was the infamous series, <laughs> the, the Bronco chase, yes, all that, right? But they went seven games against the Knicks. Mm-hmm. The fact that the Bulls beat the Knicks on a consistent basis, man, that alone for me, but we're talking about matchups in different matchups and stuff. Yep. Houston had to learn how to win, if you will. Yep. Um, but let's think about it. I mean, the Bulls did play Portland Trailblazers led by Clyde Drexler mm-hmm. in, in their first, you know, three peat run. Yep. I, I think they would have been able to lock up 
Drexler uh, and Dahl. I'm going to give that to the Bulls. I'm going to give it to the Bulls. Both you had wing Houston played the Knicks the first time, and yep. then they played who they played the second Orlando. time. Orlando. Oh, I you know what? I might have to give it to the Bulls both times. Did, I forgot about that. Houston did sweep a sack led Orlando. Yep. See the two things to note there, Orlando and the Knicks, you had two big men, Shaq and Shaq and um Pat, Patrick. Yep. Ewing. Yep. You're not gonna have it like that, you know, against the Bulls. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, and where your big man is, is your dominant score, which is gonna be a little bit different and where now you get you gotta switch it up and where your wing players have got to really lock down. It's gonna be a lot of pressure on your wing players more so. Mm-hmm. Um and all. Yeah, you can let Hakeem get his, but you still had Dennis Rodman, who who at the time he was he was locking down some big centers. Dream is cold. Don't get me wrong. Let Dream get his 30-35. Okay. But the lockdown your um the other the other players, man. I mean you had Jordan, all defensive player, Scotty, all defensive player. That was Horace Grant, Jason, not Rodman. That if they would have played ninety four, ninety five, Rodman came in ninety six when they traded for for him. Because it was Horace right. Grant, and they let Horace Grant go to Orlando. Because mm. then they had Ku Coach. When Ku Coach came Kukoc. in, Ku Coach came in. Yep, because that's when Pippen and them lost. When Jordan wasn't there, when Pippen and them lost to the Knicks that year. I'm still giving it to the Bulls. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bulls on both because, like I said, I, I would say let let Hakeem uh, get his thirty thirty five. Let him get his thirty thirty five, man. And I would just throw bodies at him at that point in time, tire him out. I I think what would have happened is I think Chicago. I mean, yeah, they had the triangle and everything. I think I think the Bulls may have you know would probably run him a little bit more. You got the athletes, especially on the on the wings. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't see how I put it like this. I don't see how Kenny Smith, Drexler. I don't see how they would really get off like that against wing defenders like Jordan, mm-hmm. Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and then you had Harper too, a great defensive player. Long, they're all long. Harper was I mean, in the second three, right? He was in that first three. He was in the second three. That's right. Because Harper was, and Rodman have, came to that second team. You have you have John Paxson in that first one. Yeah. And then, and then Steve Curran in the second one coming off the bench. And don't forget about Otis Thorpe. I know he was a great defender and great rebounder for them. And he could score. That that means then you would put um That would have been like Horace Grant if Horace Grant would have stayed with them, but he left. Yeah. So then whoever was playing the four at that time, like Stacey King or somebody, I would have to look, we have to look that up on the rosters to make sure that this is a, a true comparison. But in my opinion, it would have been a split because I think Houston would have lost the first time around, but the second time around, they would have beat them. I don't know, man. I think, I think Bulls might get them on both ends, man. And you know what? I think that would have been – now, I will agree, though, or I will say that that would have been the first – Seven game final series that Jordan would have played. Mm-hmm. Same thing with with Scotty. I think that would have been the first, the first one, maybe even the second one. But I think the Bulls would have pulled it out. Yeah, man. 
It would have been – I'm just checking the lineup here. And so they did have Horace Grant in 94. He left in 95 because he played with Orlando. B.J. Armstrong, Bill Cartwright. I'm just naming the notables here. Yep, yep. Hole Grant, Steve Kerr, Tony Kukoc, Paxson, Pippen were the key players based on their lineup. You know – but you look at it too, man. A lot of those championships they won that second time around. If it wasn't for Rodman in some of those, where Jordan wasn't hitting his shots. Mm-hmm. So, for example, what was that? Seattle when they played Seattle that year. Mm-hmm. Rodman bailed them out of that series. You think so? Man, there were some games Jordan was like seven for like twenty-eight. Man, I don't know, man. I, I... Rodman was getting those boards, man. They kept. He was playing good defense on Kemp, and he was in there, man. He saved them in a lot of those games. I remember this because I used to argue with people about this because I was a Rodman fan. I wasn't a Bulls fan, but I liked Dennis Rodman, how he played and mm-hmm. his hustle, and he laid it all out on the line. He was saving them in some, a lot of those games where they weren't hitting. He was out there just scrapping, getting boards. He was getting like 20-some boards. So you look at it that way when I think about it because Utah, they got, they got lucky in, against Utah. What? Yeah, man. Which which time? Because they play them back to back. Yeah, or when Jordan hit the shot and everything, we push off on. Oh, Russell. that's that's last one. Yeah, yeah, that's last one. Yeah. So it wasn't like they had a walk in the park in, in all these championships either. No, no, you know they didn't have no walk in the park. That that's that's that ninety four ninety five, right? That ninety four ninety five season, yeah. right? Those two seasons, Jordan's on those rosters. There's a split. Listen, because I'm seeing ninety four ninety five squad. At least, like you said, the BJ Armstrong. Yep. Ron Harper. That's the second. That was the year when they played. And they lost to Orlando, right? To Orlando. Yep. Um, Steve Kerr, Tony mm-hmm. Kukoc, and then Scotty. You know what? Their centers were Bill Winnington, Will Perdue, Luke Longley. So yeah. they would have put Luke Longley on Hakeem. Power forwards, let's see. I mean, man, they didn't have to be. They're power forwards. I'm going to look, look down. Listen, they had Corey Blunt, Greg Foster, Larry Kristowiak, Dickie Simpkins. They lost that power forward matchup. Let's see. Small forward, they had. Yep. Judd Bushler, then that, that's when they had Tony Kukoc. Yep. And then, of course, you know, Scotty Pippen, who was basically a guard slash small forward. Okay. As your shooting guard, let's see, you had um, <laughs> Pete Myers. Yep. Of course, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, JoJo English. Um, <laughs> I mean, then uh, I mentioned Jordan. Then you had Ron Harper, too. I, I mean, I think – that's Vanish Bulls. Hold on. So this is the 94-95 team, right? This 94-95 team. Yeah. So here's Houston's lineup. Olajuwon, okay. Drexler, Otis okay. Thorpe, okay. Robert Robert Ory, Vernon Maxwell, Kenny Smith, Mario Ellie, Sam Cassell, Carl Herrera, Chucky Brown, Pete Chilcutt, and Tracy Murray. Like I said, man, um, they would have put uh, Luke Longley on, on Dream. Yep. That Otis that Otis Thorpe matchup is this totally out of whack, man. That 
that right there, it's a huge mismatch. Huge yep. mismatch. mismatch. But, Ori, but Ori was decent. I, it, it, well, he, Ori was decent. He was but here, out, here's he the thing, though. Time, but he was, he was good. Here's the thing, though. The I believe that defense, the defense of the Bulls, man, on the on the wing, was lethal. It was, and it, it and they're long. I mean, you had Harper, Ron Harper. Again, you had Ron Harper, Jordan, and Pippen on the wing as wing defenders. They weren't playing the whole game, though, Jason. You read off the bench. They had to come out sometime. And Houston's bench was way better than Chicago's. Same thing with same thing with Houston. They're not playing the whole time. Now the bench. The bench is better. Come on, Houston's now, Jay. Been, Houston's bench is better. And I said after they're going through that first run, if they would have did this back to back, Chicago would have got them that first time because Houston was, you know, learning the ropes. Hakeem was playing, man. I, I'm like I said, it's split for me. I'm just thinking about the wing defenders. Basketball back then was inside out, inside yep. out situation. So they would throw it into Hakeem. He would go ahead and do his thing and throw back out to an open, an open three, you know, someone who was open on the three point line or whatever. Yep. I don't think you would be able to do that against, you know, the Chicago Bulls like that. I really don't. That inside out, I just don't think it would entirely have worked with the wing defenders that Chicago had. No, man, I'm giving this, I'm giving this to the Bulls all day, man. Because at that point in time, 94, 95, that, that would have been, they've had three years of championship experience already going into their fourth let Dream get his 30 to 35. Clyde, yeah, he would have probably got got his uh, at the same token. They know Clyde Drexler. They played against Clyde Drexler. Mm-hmm. Robert Ory, that Robert Ory probably would have gotten his. But at the same token, you know what I would have done? You know what? Let's put Scotty on Robert Ory. Mm-hmm. Jordan on Clyde Drexler. Lock him down. Yeah. Put um, and at that point in time, you could go ahead and put Ron Harper or Mario Mario Ellie, Sam Cassell. I mean, bench player. He was Kenny Smith. Ken, Kenny Smith was was a starter. Mm-hmm. So you could you could honestly put you could have put uh, Steve Kerr. I mean, whomever you know a guard on. I mean, so I'm giving this to um all day too. I'm giving this to Bulls, man. Oh, we'll yeah. agree to disagree, Jay. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do that. We're gonna have to do that. But like I said, I'm just looking forward to the rest of the series. I could have watched all 10 parts on Sunday. Uh, I was feeding for it yep. and everything. Um, so could could have definitely watched it. We'll just have to wait until Sunday. Sounds good, man. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.